You're listening to the Marnie on the Move podcast live from the UFOS Recovery Lounge pop-up at Ironman World Championships in St. George, Utah. I mean, the basic, I mean, I know uh, there's people out there who say, yeah, a wetsuit is a wetsuit. And it's a glue and blind stitch. And it's, at the end, it's true. I mean, it's the same like a car, you know, they weld them together. But before the car actually gets made, that's where, where the, the story actually starts and also ends. That was Alex DeBoer. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today, I'm syncing up with Alex DeBoer of DeBoer Wetsuits, the fastest wetsuits on the market. 2021 Ironman World Champions Daniela Reef and Christian Blumenfeld both won in St. George, Utah this weekend wearing DeBoer Wetsuits. And so many other pros are wearing these wetsuits, including Sky Munch, Justin Metzler, Jan Frodino, Christian Gustav. They're all racing in these lightning fast wetsuits as well. I caught up with Alex live from our studio in the UFOS Recovery Pop-Up Lounge in St. George, Utah, just before the Ironman World Championships to get the inside scoop on why these wetsuits are just so super fast to hear where it all began and the inspiration behind the wetsuit design. And of course, I asked Alex all about the exercise and sports that fuel him for success. Before we dive in, shout out to our partners at UFOS. UFOS is a global leader in recovery footwear founded by a team of industry veterans looking to help runners and fitness enthusiasts recover better from their workouts. As a triathlete and runner, I live in these shoes when I'm not clipped in or out on a run. I even keep them in transition on race day or in my post-run race recovery bag. Made with revolutionary UFOM technology, UFOs are designed to absorb 37% more impact than traditional footwear, so your body doesn't have to, helping you recover and recharge between sessions. Head over to ufos.com to shop all styles and feel the ooh. We are also psyched to tell you all about our new podcast sponsors, Athletic Greens and AG1, but more about them later. Now, on to our convo with Alex. Alex, thanks for being here. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. So when did you get here? Um, I flew in last week, Thursday, into Las Vegas to get a little bit... Um, acclimatized, would say, to the time zone, which the first two days I was walking around like a zombie because we have nine hours time difference. So now we're in it and then we go back home and have the same, uh, going to be in the same experience. <laughs> wow. So let's just dive in. Tell me about your wetsuits and when you started the company and 
Yeah, well, there's a lot. Uh, it's actually is a, is a long history. So about myself started in 1995 by importing the Ironman wetsuits. And um, so in 2000, I added the business by adding a license with Ironman, doing Ironman apparel, headwear and back backpacks. So we were designing, producing for, I could say, all the Ironman events in Europe. And we were serving around 600 uh, triathlons running cycling stores back then under the Ironman name. Um, then in 2009, the Ironman company, so Dr. Um, I forget his name now. Um, I really, yeah, from Tampa, Florida. Yeah, okay. Dr. G Dr. Gills, right? I think it was Dr. Gills. He, and he, uh, he sold his company to a private equity firm. Uh, by that time, all the licensees were kind of bought out or actually got some money to get out of the, con of the contract, uh, which I was one of them. And, and then I was like, okay, what do I do now? So I started consulting for different companies, worked with more wet other wetsuit brands. But it wasn't like the cool thing. I was kind of used to kind of do things on my own, my way. And then in 2000, well, I have to go back a little bit. In 2001, I met my now current partner, David Greenstein. Um, he had the license for Ironman North America and we had the license for Europe. So he and I started working together and um, I've been working in the US for two years as a sales director or whatever, trying to sell actually uh, three more brands. And um, well, that, that kind of stopped at some point because he sold his company. I went back to Europe and now we're skipping a little bit in time, 2018. Um, I designed a new a new wetsuit, and David, I had to go actually to see a potential distributor in California, and uh, but first I stopped by. But David was more like a friendship thing. Hey, come over to Connecticut, spend the weekend, and then so I showed him the wetsuit, and he goes, "This is really cool," and um, I've been working on that uh, concept for three years. So there's a few patterns in it. There's new materials. Went to the the, the producers the rubber production factories in Asia. Um, so we sat down literally on his couch and he says, Alex, we can't do this under any other brand than we use your name. And I go, no, no, because De Boer is actually in Dutch, the farmer. Ah. So it's kind of funny. And, <laughs> it, and he goes, no, I know, no. He is, he's originally from South Africa, so he knows De Boer because obviously it's a Dutch language. It's still uh, rooted into the South African language. And he goes, no, no, the name the board is strong. It has something. We're going to keep it the board. You're in this business for 25 years, uh, making wetsuits, designing wetsuits. And uh, it's always been a little bit the red carpet, I would say, or the, the vein in, in, in my career. So that's how, how we got into that business. And a funny story is maybe to, to tell is that in 2018, we were already working on developing the wetsuit. I was at the Thank God I'm Not Racing Party from, uh. from Bob, um, having a few Mai Tais too much, I would say. Actually, the real story is the next day I missed the complete the, the, you missed the the start. You missed the race. No, yeah. the start at least of the swim and the swim finish. Anyway, so when I was at the bar, Jan Frodeno was there. Yeah. Jan didn't race that year because he had an injury. Or... So I went up to him and I know him, but we didn't know each other uh, actually yet. And I said, Jan, you owe me $100. And he was actually a little bit annoyed. He said, what do you mean $100? And I go, yeah, because I put $100 on your name. 
and you're, guess what? You're on the thank God I'm not racing party, but that, that means you're not racing. So I lost my $100. And he goes, yeah, you know, and I got my contracts and my obligations with Mercedes and this and that, and you have no idea. I said, relax, relax, it's all good. You know, come, we have another drink. And uh, so then he said to me, next year, you put $200 on my name and you can, you can double it. I said, okay. So with that kind of connection that I did a little bit on purpose, to be honest, um, I called, when we had the wetsuits, I called uh, Felix, his partner, yeah. the manager. So I said to Felix, listen, I have this wetsuit. And he said, well, your timing is absolutely brilliant because TYR just dropped out of his contract and he's looking for new wetsuits and he's getting older, so he needs the fastest he can get. And I said, I can't promise anything, but I at least send him a few wetsuits. So I did. And didn't hear for like three weeks. It's like, okay. <laughs> so I called Felix again. Oh, yeah. He said, yeah, yeah, no, it's all good. We're going to contact you this week. So he calls back and uh, I had also Jan in the call. And Jan said, I'm not going to wear ever another wetsuit. This is the fastest I can get. Wow. Which, which gave me obviously goosebumps because it's cool, right? Yeah. Because I know it's fast, but if Jan says it's fast, it's fast. It's fast. And also, you know, yeah. Even if you have 100 people telling it, but people look up to Jan Frodeno. And he said, yeah, it was 2.3 seconds faster on 100 meter than any other shoot he tried. Wow. He literally had all the brands there to, to try because everybody wants to be with Jan. In 2018, for sure, because it was pre-COVID, he was in, in top shape. He's still in top shape, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how it started. So he, uh, we made a deal with them and... Um, funny part is that we never actually paid him because he didn't want to and because um, he said, yeah, I just want to be the fastest in the water because he said, I need help. All right. Just dropping in here to give a shout out to Athletic Greens and AG1. I started using AG1 daily a few months ago. I was looking to boost my immunity, improve my gut health and optimize my endurance sports performance. I was in search of an all-in-one nutritional supplement that was easy to add to my daily wellness routine that would also work with my sensitive gut. AG1 has been game-changing. I have tried so many products in the past, and AG1 is the best. It has 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, superfoods, and adaptogens. And it's so easy to use. Just add one scoop to a cup of water. I literally drink mine while making my coffee in the morning and feeding my dogs. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits. It's one thing you can do every day to take great care of yourself. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it tastes great. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Marnie on the Move. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Marnie on the Move to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Okay, back to Alex. Okay, let's talk about what makes your wetsuits the fastest. You know, for my listeners who maybe aren't dialed into the world of triathlon or, you know, are interested in 
who don't know as much about wetsuit. What are the key elements of a wetsuit that make it really special and how are you doing that with your wetsuit? Yeah, well, let's, let's first start. I knew that question would come. Uh-huh. You don't have to divulge all your secrets no. or, you know, give me like your secret strategy no. for making them fast. But No, yeah. no, I don't. <laughs> so the, I mean, the basic, I mean, I know uh, there's people out there who say, yeah, a wetsuit is a wetsuit and it's a glue and blind stitch. And it's, at the end, it's true. I mean, it's the same like a car, you know, they weld them together. But before the car actually gets made, that's where, where the, the story actually starts and also ends. So the, first of all, the neoprene. We don't use oil-based neoprene first out of sustainability, but secondly, which was, to be honest, more important for me, it is lighter, it has more buoyancy. Um, those are the two main factors of it, which gives the athlete a better position in the water. That's one. Then the, I would say that little secret is that the wetsuit is actually a compressed 7 millimeter. 44 cell, 48 cell rubber, and we pressed it down to five. And that gives also the, if you look at the wetsuit, there's yeah. the whale skin. Mm-hmm. There's another story on that, but at least that is, so you're actually swimming in a seven millimeter wetsuit. You, wow, that's almost like a dry suit. Yeah. That's amazing. So the rule within Ironman, ITU, ATU, is, right. is five mil. So if you measure it, we are perfectly in line with the rules, but you really feel like you're higher up the water. So I have a five millimeter wetsuit for windsurfing, not for swimming. That's amazing. That is, but that's a different. So it keeps you really warm. Yeah, so the difference between a surfing suit, which is also interesting maybe for the listeners, and a triathlon wetsuit is, is the surface. So we call the outside of the wetsuit, we call it smooth skin. And then you have different structures, like we have the whale skin, for example. And where an, and on the inside is a lamination with nylon or a polyester or any other fabric. And uh, surfing suits have also on the outside the lamination, which absorb water and actually is not so fast. So the wetsuits are also more expensive because you can only use the top surface of the neoprene. As where for a surfing suit, you can slice the neoprene. It's like a six centimeter thick slab, and they literally slice it in a machine up to minimum 1.5 millimeters. So that's really interesting. I didn't know that. So you're on the design side and on the business side. You're I can't say I have, a di- I have a business mind, but my partner and I are, I think, together, we're a good team on the yeah. business part. Uh, I designed the wetsuits, the first wetsuits I designed, the Fjord yeah. 1.0 series. Then we turned into a flow to get a little bit more for the, in the colder water. And then one of our designers, his name is Daniel Poisson, he, uh, he decorated the new 2.0 series. And now I'm at the point that I leave it to him. Of course, I give him limitations as it comes sometimes to design because yeah. designers love to go crazy. And then I say, well, you can't print on this fabric or you can't do this or you can't yeah. cross the panels or all, the, all that stuff. What's your foray into sport and triathlon? What's your background in terms of exercise? And Yeah, yeah, yeah. well, I did six Ironmans myself. I yeah. did, I think, like 25 halves or something. I'm definitely a meaty in the midfield athlete. I think today more at the end, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, but, and did Kona one, one year, which was for me like really, really cool to be there. 
And um, in 95, like I said, I actually needed a wetsuit. That's how I started the business. Right. All good companies start when there's something missing in the marketplace. Yeah. Well, I, I, you know, in 95, there was not much. There was Quintana Roo wetsuits, uh, which were then got off the market. Now they came back. There was Aquaman from, from, uh, I remember from France. Those. And there was Ironman wetsuits then, new on the market. So it was three. Now yeah. there's 28, let's say, serious wetsuit brands. And of course, the dominating ones are always like the top three, top five. Right. And that's where you are. Yeah. Are you still racing? Are you still doing triathlon? Do you have time? <laughs> no, I don't have time. <laughs> but there's funny. Uh, actually, we just had lunch with Cameron Watt. Oh, yeah. I want to interview him. I love okay. that he just like his team just won the Paris-Roubaix. Yeah. And he's here competing in Ironman. Yeah. That's my type of person. You know, someone who's doing two sports yeah. really well. Really well. Yeah. No, he, he, uh, he and I are going to do like a coaching thing. So I actually want to finish. I did it once already. It's a long story. It's not so interesting. Uh, but I'm going to do Ironman Lance Rotti again. Oh, because wow. Of, because of a good friend of mine. His father died there and it's a little bit emotional for him. So I promised him back then I'm going to do Ironman Lance Rotti again. Kind of hoping he would never do it again. Um, but now he said 2023. And he even postponed his wedding. No, no joke. Because his new he's engaged uh, recently and she wanted to get married in may <laughs> and he goes no i'm gonna do Ironman lazarotti with alex and i go okay now i really have to do it so i just asked literally over lunch with cameron what i said cameron can you coach me a little bit and get me on the 50 plus <laughs> somewhere reasonable time so we'll see oh wow well you fun. have a very fast wetsuit so how many different styles do you have Three styles. Three styles. What are they? It's the Ocean 1.0, which is more for the cold water, starting okay. cold and long swings. I okay. think that's how I better better describe it. Then there's the Flow uh, style. Flow is the same wetsuit as the Fjord, which I'm coming, is the famous one. Yeah. But the Flow is the one with one and a half millimeter arms. So more like mid-temperature, ra radius. I mean, so for this weekend, the flow this weekend, is good. Actually, yes, we sold a lot of flows, but also oceans because the, especially the age groupers who are not such uh, great swimmers who yeah. swim an hour, 10, 20, 30, 40 yeah. in the, spend in the water. Obviously, your body temperature goes down a lot. So the ocean wetsuit has been, I think it's going to be the most popular suit here. Uh, and then we've got the Fjord 2.0. Um, the Fjord is the one with the patented material in the arms. It's 0 0.3 millimeters thin. And it's, it's extremely uh, flexible, but also has a very good memory. So it's, after even using it 10 times, it's not going to be loose or... or you have th three different kinds that work with different temperature water so for this race the ocean is a good yeah, one I think, I think the ocean is actually for most people the best one and the yeah. pros christian gonna swim the fjord even though i made him a special uh yeah. flow wetsuit but he feels like of course these guys are go hard yeah right? and they're like oh i don't need the ocean and one. and then they they he trained in it and he said no i like them both but i just feel like you don't want to it's also a long wait for the for the athletes tomorrow and he said, I just want to give it all and, and not overheat at all. So basically, don't want to sweat too much. I saw on Instagram that you did a call out to athletes if they wanted the water socks. Oh, yeah. Or any of the other stuff. Like, have you been, have you seen an increase in athletes, especially at world championships, looking to get more water socks? Yeah, Because exactly. they're legal yeah, to swim well, in. The, the thing was, we, uh, we didn't have time uh, with logistics because the current 
world global situation with logistic problems we didn't risk want to risk it to fedex a box from the netherlands because that's where we have our entire inventory so i literally brought a suitcase full of socks and i think they're all gone now to yeah. be honest uh, my partner eric is handling that yeah because it's cold and it's allowed so especially when you are uh, like i said when you're in the water an hour 10 20 30 your feet get really cold and you the first 30 minutes on the bike you probably don't know you have feet so uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good, it was a good call. So how does it feel to be the founder of such a cool company that's empowering all of these amazing athletes from age groupers to pros? No, it, it, it is obviously really cool. I mean, I can't deny it. And uh, Jan, Christian, I mean, actually spending quite some time with them uh, because I'm, I'm more a people person than an email Instagram person. So in Europe, we, Brooke and I and my wife uh, also partner in the business. We went down to Paul's to Girona a few times to meet up with Jan, do photo shoots, have a dinner. I like to have the, and the funny story is actually I went first time to Jan and I, because they wanted to, at least there is a contract. I mean, right. And he said, and I said, well, I'm not signing anything with you before I met because maybe I think you're an asshole. <laughs> And, uh, or not, I think, but you could be... You, yeah, you, know, you don't want to work so, with someone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and he was laughing. He said, Alex, absolutely, I, I agree. So drove down there, and it was an instant click. Really enjoyed. I went swimming with Jan. Okay, not with Jan. I lay next to Jan, and... You started with him. <laughs> started off, and then that was it. I think he did 6.5K, or I did probably three or something. And, uh, and that was a good... That was the start of the of the journey. And then Daniel Arif came came on board, and... And now I, I can honestly say that everybody who does not have a contract or is looking for next year already, we had emails from to ask like, please, and can we can we have a wetsuit or can we have a deal or which theoretically we can, but we don't want to do that because it doesn't actually help us to have everybody in the wetsuit. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, no, it doesn't. And. It's also, of course, a financial thing. And the current situation with the, the neoprene and a lot of supply chain issues with yeah. anything, right? Uh, any wetsuit we give away, we can't sell. And at the end of the line, we also are here building a brand and, yeah. uh, and that costs also money. So, yeah. And so, and I'm sure that you just don't, when you work with an athlete, you're not just giving them a wetsuit. I mean, you support them in many ways, right? So how does that work with you, Tabor? Yeah, that, that's exactly how we do it. So most of the time we send them a wetsuit, which is based on their length, their weight, chest circumference, biceps. Uh, I must say 95% of the athletes are all fitting in our suits. We have 15 sizes, way too much, but we need it. Uh, but our wetsuits we make tailor-made, like for Jan we made it tailor-made because he's taller. So it's pretty cool and also based on the on the swim position. So for next season, yeah. we're going to do a new plan with all the athletes, which is also, like I said, I'm a people person. So Brooke and I will go to, to see Sky, to ski, to see Gustav. I mean, Gustav already saw. But let's say Christian, all the guys, and we video them in the water. We're going to bring neoprene with us, like pieces of neoprene. Really, because to create the max, the best body position. Because we just made a wetsuit for the sub eight for Nicola Spirik, and uh, and she is an uh, I I would say well, I really like Nicola, but she's very picky on her wetsuit. And and Brett told me uh, we were looking at her stroke and the way she's in the water. So I've never seen her swimming like that. She was like the perfect body position, and that's what I like to do with all the all the athletes next year. Uh, also, 